As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Game Changer. I am indeed Nate the Effing Great, and to my surprise especially, being joined here by the returning, the one, the only, the Sigourney Weaver to my Bill Murray, the one and only Miss Victory Bell, back from the Ireland. How's it going? It's good, it's good, yeah, back from the motherland, except I'm not Irish, so... <laughs> I, I thought Russia was the motherland, but I guess Ireland can be I the motherland. I guess mother- it's, your, it's your motherland wherever it, it was actually your motherland, so... <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah, honestly, it was one of those things where I'm thinking to myself, you know, depending on how my co-host is doing, I'll probably be doing this by myself, and then I get a surprise response from you just saying... Say, oh yeah, I'm looking forward to going on the podcast and talking about this. I'm like, wait, what? Uh, well, this was not planned, but I'm totally down with this. It, it was it was not one of those things where it's like, oh, she threw me off a groove. It was like, uh, not expecting this. I would have figured she wanted to sleep, but you know what? If she's more than willing to do it, then I'm not going to say, no, you can't do it. Unless there's a specific reason, which, yes, I know there have been some. But anyway, it's good to have you back. It's good to be back as a duo again. Last week was a little bit, <laughs> I think people probably could look at this and be like, wow, this guy's a blubbering buffoon. But hey, it was the top ten most emotional things in TV and movies, so you can't really blame me. But today we're talking about something more happier, something more, well actually I don't know if I would say joyous, but something that's a little bit more darker, but something that's more enjoyable, and that is indeed Deadpool 2. And of course, ladies and gentlemen, five. Four, three, two, one. Expect the spoilers, ladies and gentlemen. It's been one week. Deal with it. Okay, so Deadpool 2. Let's see. Checklist. Funny? Yes. Violent? Yes. Action packed? Hell yeah. For the family? We'll call that a we'll call that a draw. I mean, right off the bat, Ryan Reynolds basically says, you know, hey, this is for for the kids. Obviously, you're thinking, like, oh, I'm glad I didn't bring the kids here, but you should know right now that your babysitter that's watching your kids right now is probably high as shit right now. <laughs> Legitimately, I thought to myself, how many pe- how many parents are just calling their homes right now and calling the babysitter being like, what's going on? They're just like, no, nothing, nothing. It's totally fine. We're good. We're good. If they hear screaming in the background, it's like, okay, good. They're not high or something like that. But, yeah. Seeing it two times is just as good as the first time. Ryan Reynolds, absolutely amazing. Returning as Deadpool, this movie was just, wow. I think it's a little bit better than the first one. A lot of people have a difference of opinions on that. But honestly, how do you think it compared to the first one? Um, yeah, that's hard. I, I was trying to debate that myself. I was like, I don't know if it's better than the first one. Um... I really liked the first one, and the first one you kind of didn't really know what to expect, so it 
gave you a different feel, like everything was like, oh my god, oh my god, he's really doing this, oh my god, he's really saying this. While this one, I was like, I expected it, so I was like, nice, nice. It was definitely, he definitely went further than the first one did. Um, a little more violence, a little more freedom with every word. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have to say, it's pretty comparable to the first one. I don't I don't know if I could say it's better, but it was definitely not a disappointment. It definitely entertained me, and I'm just, I'm looking for one more thing out of Deadpool, and we, I'm not going to say it yet, but I'm still waiting for one more thing out of Deadpool, and I was kind of hoping we would get it this time, because I thought what happened would have happened happened, and it did. But I, I was wondering if, if another character would be showing up anytime, anytime soon. But yeah, I I loved it. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, not just hilarious, but I think it was a lot more emotional than the first one. I literally thought to myself, "Oh my gosh, I cannot believe that I'm watching a Deadpool movie. And I'm almost about to cry." Mainly because it had to deal with, you know, Vanessa. She was definitely a huge part of Deadpool in the first movie, and she was a little bit more, I, th- I think, a little more of like, a little more minor than she was in the first one, but still a big part of it. Uh, there were cases where Deadpool was, I mean, literally, the first thing there is just basically Deadpool says, Yeah, I'm going to die in this movie. Uh, that's a lie. He died like at least three times in this movie, and honestly, Every single one of them was just... It was it was kind of mind-boggling, but also I was thinking to myself, what, why is three times? That's a little bit more than what I was expecting. First time, I thought like, oh, hey, I'm going to see Vanessa, but nope. Apparently in heaven, in order to get there, you have to have your heart in the right place. And if you don't, then there's a wall there that's just blocking it off. Honestly, if this is what they think about God's sense of humor, and if it's true... It's going to be a really cool way to go. Just, jeez Louise. But eventually Deadpool does put his heart in the right place and it seems like everything's good, but then he gets put back because uh, one thing that definitely hits here, and even though this is not quite of a family film, it still has family involved in here. Deadpool says, you know, family is an F letter word to him. Didn't really matter too much, but he found not only family in Vanessa, but also in his new family, which we'll definitely get into in just a bit. But it's kind of interesting to see how much Deadpool kind of evolves during this movie. Uh, one of the things that I kind of researched on, because I said to myself, well, what are some of the things that uh, people did not like about this movie? One thing they didn't like was uh, a trope that a lot of comic books or a lot of movies have done, and that was a trope called Woman in in the Refrigerator, which is basically using the death of a woman to inspire or to help better Deadpool. Honestly, I really disagree with that because I looked at this and I thought to myself, he never really was inspired to, you know, do better until I think like the very end. Because throughout the movie, he was basically trying to kill himself. He was just saying like, nope, I want to see Vanessa now. I want to see Vanessa now. He just didn't care. Even when he was just a normal human being and had cancer, he was like, nope, I'm ready to see her now. I'm ready to see her now. I don't know. It was just really one of those things where it's like, I don't see too much of a connection here, and I don't see how this trope really applies. But have you ever heard that trope before I get too deep into it? Um, I actually have heard of that before. And, yeah, it, it's it's one of the themes like that you can choose. And I do believe they chose this theme. Uh, he... He even, I mean, when he talks to her, he's, she's, like, telling him, like, hey, save that kid. And then he starts the X-Force, and he, he's trying to do something in order to get to her. Um, and he's trying to better himself to do that. And, I mean, that is the theme of this movie to me. Uh, that's kind of what I picked up uh, the whole time, was he was just trying to, like, you know, either either kill himself or somehow to get to her. Because it was all about her. I think it's cute that um, that 
the writers of Deadpool are kind of focusing a little bit on a love story throughout this whole thing, and yeah, there were times that it became emotional because of that. Um, but people didn't, I, I don't know why people would like it, probably because if they would rather Deadpool just be as usual, like crazy, so uh, not worrying about love, but I mean, that's what they chose, and Deadpool the comics that Deadpool is flirting with love a lot um, it's not always the person that you would think it would be and that's kind of where I'm excited to see when uh, you know Lady Death comes in and that's who I've, I've been waiting for this whole time and I kind of talked to a few of my friends before I saw the movie and I was telling them how well I, I would think that Vanessa dies and they're like, yeah, yeah, she probably's gonna die because she's not really in any of the comics. She's not in anything that I've really seen or read. But Lady Death is Lady Death is everywhere. Um, she's been trying to get Deadpool, you know, since one of his first issues. Um, I was kind of thinking that if she dies, she turns into her. And Lady Death is always trying to get Deadpool. She loves Deadpool, and Deadpool loves her. And they're always flirting with each other. He's dying and seeing her. Um, so I was kind of having that feel. And I was wondering if Vanessa's going to be Lady Death. And she would be perfect for it. Don't get me wrong. That actress would be perfect for it. Um, I'm just wondering when they're going to show us that the creature or the person that he's visiting. I, I don't think that's Vanessa. I, I think that's Death. And she wants Deadpool and she always is trying to get him, and when it's not the time, it's not the time, and he has to leave again. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing while those death scenes were kind of going on. I thought that maybe, you know, death was going to be a part of that. I was thinking to myself, isn't there, like, some kind of random character that just comes here? Because I feel like there was something more that goes on. I mentioned that Deadpool had a relationship with death. And then when you mentioned Lady Death, I'm like, oh, that's right, yep, that's that's who I'm thinking of. I couldn't figure out the name of it, but when you mentioned that name, I was like, yeah, that's that's her, because basically Deadpool is somehow <laughs> able to befriend and lo- fall in love with Death. Great, just great, just great. <laughs> is there anything Ryan Reynolds can't do at this point? She's the least. <laughs> but uh, another major highlight through this movie is indeed the... I guess you could say anti-hero, because can't necessarily call him a villain, uh, especially when we find out, you know, what his intentions are, and that being Cable, played by Josh Brolin, a.k.a. Thanos, and one of the first few things I remember seeing was, and this is something that I think we talked about before the podcast, was him basically looking over the wreckage of, like, his place is burned, and he's cut over the ashes of his wife and his uh, daughter, and I'm seeing these, you know, purple lights going on there. It's like, oh, Thanos reference, Thanos reference. Are you kidding me? It's a Thanos reference. Are you kidding me? And then you, ex- you explained it more to me, what those lights were. And I'm still at the point where it's like, I don't care. It's a Thanos reference for all I care at this point. I mean, purple lights for Cable, come on. I mean, that's one of those things where it's just screaming Thanos. And honest to God, I can't think of another actor who's had an eventful career in one month than Josh Brolin at this point because of the fact that yeah. he played Thanos about a month ago and then a month later he plays Cable both of which are probably his highlights of his career currently I know there's going to be other movies that people will dispute with but right now him as Thanos and him as Cable are just the top two things characters that come to my mind right now that I say yep these are these are his best works right now so yeah fight me on that <laughs> I mean, he's done amazing. I he I I was surprised he is investing himself so much in these universes. I think it's really cool. Um, you know, he's an older, really uh, seasoned actor who doesn't need this. Like he is. I mean, Josh Rowland is Josh Rowland. He's the tough guy, the tough old man. F you up all the time. Like I, I think of him. Yeah, and I, this might be stepping a little too forward, but I. I imagine him more like a, a John Wayne type of character when he comes out. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, 
it was really cute to see all the references in Deadpool, and that's kind of why I love Deadpool, is like, they'll give you more than what you're expecting, and I need to go see it again, because there's so many references. Uh, Josh Brolin is actually married to Barbara Streisand, and she was all over this movie. It was really funny, and I bet they did that on purpose. Like, that's probably one of the reasons he was like, sure, I'll do it. And they're like, by the way, now we're going to make fun of Barbara, like, throughout the whole movie. And he's like, all right, whatever. <laughs> and they make fun of his height, because he is short, and Cable is not short. They make fun of his height. They make fun of him being Thanos. They make fun of him. Like, you know, they're like, Deadpool goes, no, I'm Batman. <laughs> Um, it was just really cool and Barbara Streisand's Papa can you hear me like that was all over this movie he's like it sounds just like do you want to build a snowman I just don't know why people haven't noticed it yet (laughs) and he just keeps like mentioning it and Barbara's actually in the movie at one point seeing this you know Um, and it just it, it makes me happy no. Wait, wait, what? Well, you, okay? you said it, ma- it, make, it makes you happy. It makes you happy. Honestly, it's one of those things that really. It, that's one of the things I love about Marvel is that they do find a way to just not only, you know, capture the attention of the uh, fans of the present, but also fans of the past by also bringing up you know a lot of these classic songs, a lot of these classic uh, people that people never would have expected to be like, oh man, they're talking about this. They're talking about this. It's like, yeah, they're. They're very universal when it comes to their timelines, basically. Yeah, uh, yeah, they're they're very uh, like you. You need to know a lot about everyone involved. Like, it was so funny to me. <laughs> the X Force was so freaking funny to me. I loved it. I I can't believe. Like, can we talk about the X Force? Are we not there yet? Is <laughs> oh, I, I get to say something about um. Cable's character in general, just because we were talking about Cable. Um, He is from the future. I thought it was really interesting that he's staying. I think that's cool. I think maybe that means we'll see, we'll have him again. People love Cable. Cable's a badass character. Uh, He's not a villain. He just happens to be somebody who always has to go back in time and try to correct the future because he's from the future. And like he said, the future's fucked. In the X-Men universe, the future's always fucked. So it's like, how do we prevent this fuckery? Like, oh, <laughs> someone's going to come back and try to help. Uh, I don't know if what happened at the end credits still live up. Uh, I'm kind of confused about that, but we'll see. Um, but, but, yeah, Cable in general is from the future where if you've seen any of the X-Men movies, um, a lot of the times the future is messed up and the future has sentinels. And so... He was probably dealing with the Sentinels when you were talking about the lights. Those lights are the robotic eyes and the colors that they portray. Sentinels are giant robots the government made to kill and capture mutants. Um, Cable's part of an army that tries to, you know, defend and, you know, kill the Sentinels to fight for good, fight for whoever. Um, he's also, I forget his mom, but his dad is Cyclops, so... Like, he's a very famous, he's fathered from famous people in the X-Men. So when he comes back, it's kind of very interesting to see them all interact. It's cool. So we'll see what happens. And I have to mention how cool it was when when uh, Deadpool is going around on Professor X's, like, wheelchair, like, motorized wheelchair. He's bitching about, where is everybody? There's no one ever here. And they, they're like, Jeez, yeah, one of the best cameos was with that X Force, but I'll end it like 
this way when we talk about uh, cable is that I've kind of made the proclamation and I'm actually going to make an effort to watch uh, the first two movies, but I went on record to say that that uh, Cable looked so much like a badass. I even said, he is like an infinite times better uh, Terminator than Terminator himself. And literally, I'm just like, I know I'm going to be probably kicking myself because it's Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he's awesome, and people love him, and they say the first two Terminators are awesome until it went downhill at the third. Or it might have been the third one that was out. I don't even remember now. But, um... Yeah, it was one of those things where I just look at that. I see half man, half machine. Okay, yeah, he's basically Terminator, but somehow like twenty times plus infinity times more badass. Oh my god, this is absolutely amazing! And also another weird thing that's like, oh well, he's somehow doing a Thanos reference. He, does, he of course he has a time machine, and it's like, oh hey, so apparently he can tap into time. Gee, why does that seem familiar? Oh, the Time Stone from Infinity War. Yeah, let's just have Josh Brolin just have this all-powerful time machine and let him do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, this is a great idea. In one month, just say, hey, let's just have him warp with time and just either screw up the universe or just save the future. Huh, let's see here. I prefer save the future, but at the same time, him as Theranos was absolutely amazing, and I do have my regrets about some of the bad things I said about him, because he was a pretty much a badass. But, yeah, let's go transitioning into X-Force. Dear Lord Almighty, uh, <laughs> most, the biggest collection of misfits that I have ever seen, and obviously the name X-Force is because of the fact that Deadpool thinks that calling X-Men is too stereotypical. It only focuses on the men, and everybody else needs to <laughs> be focused on here. So, we're calling ourselves X-Force. It's like, well, that's not quite copyright, is it? Nope, because we're using the word force. I'm down with it. I'm okay with it. And, dear God, some of the misfits that they had in here, I mean, Jesus. And I will even mention this, that one of my uh, characters that was what favorite for a long time basically died out because one of the characters in the X-Force just took their spot. Uh, we need to go through at least a list of who was a part of the X-Force because the first thing that comes to my mind was uh, Terry Crews' character. As soon as I saw Terry Crews, I'm literally thinking to myself, oh my god, they have a budget to bring the guy from the Old Spice commercial into this. This is amazing. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, I, love, I love Terry Crews. He's so funny. Do, do you have the list of who the... Uh, the the um, ex I don't have the list, but I, can, I, I remember them. Okay. I don't know his name, uh, but Terry Crews' character could control electric fields in, in your mind, too, to make you confused. Um... We had a star something, star blazer, who was the alien from another universe with the long red hair. We had um, Skazgard's character from the guy from It. You remember him? He was there. He was the vomit mouth. Oh, that's right. Um, and then we had Peter, and we had Domino. And those were all of them. And... You know what? They formed their team so quickly. <laughs> I, 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 I want to pause, 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 pause just for a minute. Uh, to answer your question, yes, they were all there. The X-Men were all there, and it was all the uh, all the characters, all the yep. actors that were there. So Good. I knew that. I was like, no way that they CGI'd this. This was that. Like, I, I recognized them. McAvoy was there for sure. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to remember what the hell the name of the the people that were you know in there because I really want to give these guys you know. Oh, Terry oh, Crews yeah. is out, and the Invisible Guy, aka Brad. Pitt. Oh my God! As soon as I saw Brad Pitt just appear, I'm like, did they just seriously just okay? This is honest that to God, the, one of the best movies of all awesome. time. Awesome! That was awesomely hilarious. Like, oh yeah, where is he? Oh, he's late. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Terry Crews was uh, Bedlam. Uh, there was Shatterstar. Uh, Zietgeist, I think, was the name of the guy. And it's uh, Spill Skarsgård, so I'm thinking to myself, oh, great. So Skarsgård's are going to be taking over all the movies. I'm actually okay with this. He was hilarious. Then we also have uh, Peter, and Brad Pitt, as you mentioned, is The Vanisher. So, just, oh, man. It, it was so funny. And Domino, don't forget Domino, obviously. Uh, th th that was the one. Domino takes the place of 
Black Widow is like my favorite Marvel female superhero right now. Well, Marvel character, I should say. Uh, superhero might be taken by Captain Marvel, but we'll see next year how that goes. Yeah. Domino just had a confidence about her that I absolutely loved. When she was just saying, like, oh, well, I'm lucky. And Deadpool and them just had that stupid argument of just, like... Their back and forth was amazing. I loved it. Is it yeah, we did no. So, like, boom, 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 boom. That's why we were, like... Like, the people I was watching with, they're like, can we rewind that? We want to hear it. <laughs> I'm going to meet you in the... We're, let's meet in the middle and say no. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. Okay, yes, I'm on you. <laughs> and, yeah. th- and then just her going out there and actually being, like, super lucky with everything. I literally just thought to myself, just... Can this girl just have her own movie? Because this is just yeah, absolutely no, amazing. It's, it's a great... Um, I always remember, like, knowing about Domino and being like, that's a stupid superhero, like... Like, oh, she's lucky. Oh, but when you put her with somebody like Deadpool, who doesn't, like, he doesn't try very hard because he can die, and he's like, whatever, fuck it. And you see them together, it's... It's just absolutely amazing, I know. Just crazy how... It's really weird when you have that once-in-a-lifetime, like, Okay, uh, I think I'm it? back. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay, sorry. I, I paused. I felt it. I was like, oh, the force is not strong with this one. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so like I was saying, um, it's it's interesting that Domino as a character, like, I didn't imagine her to be as funny as she came off of, but she's just so witty and so, like, up with Deadpool. She's like, screw it, screw it, screw it. Like, she deals with his shit so well. And she always does, like, they do form an X-Force, and she's in it and stuff, and nobody, like, can deal with Deadpool the way Domino can. And it's just really interesting and really fun to, to see that come, come to life, and to see her, like, it's very cinematic when he was, like, saying it's not cinematic. Like, it, it was better in the movies than I've ever seen it to me in the comic books, because, like, you just see her, like, shoot things really good, I feel like, in the comics. So... To see her just, like, automatic, like, oh, there's a panda bear, yay, and stuff like that. Like, you're like, wow. Or she's like, Lady Luck, take the wheel, bye. And it's just like, <laughs> Oh, man. She has, like, a self-confidence in fates that I think a lot of people just would love to replicate. Just for I mean, self- that's her power, so she has to be confident in it, you know? I think that if they ever did an origin story for her, she would be one of those people that I could literally see just being, like, nervous at first, but then she's realizing, oh, this is kind of lucky. And then as her teen years start happening, she gets more and more lucky, and she gets more confident. Just, Marvel, just give me a script, and I will write it for you right now. Let me have this movie of Domino, an origin story. Let this replace the travesty that was Wolverine Origins, because for the love of God... There's a moneymaker right here. But anyway, so, God help us. And just Peter, he's just a regular guy. And so many people are just like, what, why, why is he here? And I'm literally like, I don't care, really. She, he's, the, he's the balance of just everybody else that's just, you know, either bizarre or unique. He's the one guy that's just randomly there like, hey, what's going on? And, and he, it's just really funny, just, you know, like, the movie in general, they come together so quickly because, you know, it has to happen quickly. And then they just die. They all die. And it's it's so freaking funny. Like, watching Deadpool, like, they launch out of this. And he, like, lands really hard. He's like, oh, jeez. Oh, there they are. They're beautiful. And you just see them all, like, the wind is just, oh, no. They're all effed. They're all effed. And... The minute I saw, the minute they killed Terry Crews, I was like, oh my god, they're all going to die. so funny. (laughs) They're all going to die. And they did, obviously, except Domino. Domino's lucky. She's not going to land in a a pile of stupidness. But, like, they they killed the alien in the helicopter. Like, he's like, oh, guess he's not better at that. (laughs) And, like, Terry Crews gets hit by a bus. Asgard gets stuck in a mulcher, and then Peter makes it, and he's like, no, I'll save him, buddy. I'll save you. And he gets acid thrown up on and just burned alive, dies. 
and Brad Pitt, we finally get to see who the Vanisher is. He gets stuck in the power line, zaps, and you see him. That second of seeing him as Brad Pitt was hilarious. I could not. That was so funny. Uh, <laughs> you know, it's just one of those deals where... You, you see this happening, and it's like, oh, gosh. And what actually is funny is that uh, second time around, I saw it with my friend Max, and uh, when Cable is basically torturing uh, Deadpool's friend, God, I forgot what the frick his name was. But, um... He, yeah, but, but he's... Uh, shoot. Yeah, what's yeah, his, what's you know his what name? Yeah, um, Yeah, basically, he talks about there being a wind advisory, and my friend Max is looking at me, he's like, why would they be mentioning a wind advisory? I said, you know what, dude, just... Just keep that in mind. Just keep that in mind. And he's just still like asking this question, like, why are they still mentioning? Why are they still mentioning all this wind? And it's like, dude, just, just, just watch. And then he Everything sees it. It's like, oh, shadowing. <laughs> it's, it's it's just me just trying not to be a spoiling kind of guy because I know what's going to happen. But it's one of those things where it's like, I, I want to see his reaction just to see all these random guys just just flying all over the place and so sad. Oh man. X Force Forever. X Force is still something. And one one thing that one other character that I actually really enjoyed, even though she did absolutely nothing until like the very end. I'm what, guessing Yukio. Yep. <laughs> Honest <laughs> to God. Uh, first of all, I was very surprised when they did a uh, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warheads. Uh, basically, they're saying they say like, "Oh, she's my she's my girlfriend." I'm like, "Wait, she's she's a." Okay, I did not expect this, but I'm perfectly okay with it. And the fact of the matter that they have Yukio, who's just like completely innocent, and <laughs> Megasonic is just one of those. Like, say, you have to say, you have to say, like, Deadpool goes, say hi to her. Hi, Yukio. Hi, Wayne. <laughs> God, <laughs> God help me. Just every single time that happened, it was just one of those things where it's like, even if you're like in a sad moment, you just see that. It's like, hi, Yukio. Hi, Wayne. It's like, hey, Yukio. <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, damn it, this is, this is, why is this so funny to me? Why is this so good? Oh, because she's adorable, and it's Deadpool. Deadpool's basically... She was cool, too. I wanted to see more of them, like, fighting, but... Well, was... you, you win some, you lose some. But, again, it's just, God help me, so many of these characters that they brought in, I just thought to myself, man, I, I want more. I really just want more. And the fact that <laughs> Negasonic gets called out uh, Justin Bieber by Fire Fist was one of the things like, oh my god. That is how you insult a woman that looks like that. That is awesome. How in the... <laughs> I mean, Fire Fist was one of the, I think he was actually a really good breakout star in this movie. I mean, everybody loves seeing Deadpool, but Fire Fist's emotional journey that he went through from just going to wanting to have revenge to then realizing, you know, vengeance isn't all it's cracked up to be. It was just one of those things that I thought to myself, wow, this is actually really heavy, but at the same time, I'm really liking how this is going. And of course, that's why Cable's there in the first place. I honestly thought Cable was there to take out Deadpool, but then he says, hello, Russell. I'm like, oh, well, that, uh, what? I, I, I'm sorry? What, what's going on here? And then he explains it, and it's like, oh, well, now that makes more sense. I mean, it's 30 minutes too late, but that still makes sense. Yeah, no, it was good. It was, it was really interesting. Um, what was I going to say? Darn it. Was, <laughs> Sorry. I was trying to build on to that. Uh, oh, about uh, interesting characters that we got to see, too. Uh, I was super impressed and very excited. One, how secret this was. And how I had no idea it was going to happen. And two, the juggernaut. Like, that is awesome. He was so, that was perfect. When you first see the juggernaut in the X-Men movies, boo. Nothing against the guy who played him. I enjoy that actor. Um, but he just wasn't big enough. And, like, the juggernaut is crazy big. They made so many references to how he is Professor X's brother. Like, how he's like, yeah, I wear the helmet to keep him out of my head. And he's like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, yeah, your brother seems like a dick. Or something. <laughs> you know, like, like, stuff like that. And he was just amazing. I couldn't believe they got the juggernaut. I, I'm, I'm very surprised. I don't know how. They must have bought him or something. But 
the Juggernaut's a very big villain in the X-Men universe, so I think that's why Wade was even, like, really excited. Like, they had to be excited about it. Like, Ryan Reynolds had to be so excited they were able to get the Juggernaut. Because he's like, oh my god, I just want to see, like, when you charge at me, I want to see my reflection in your helmet. <laughs> while, you're, while you're charging at me, not so murderously, and just... Oh my god, it was so funny. I was, I was very impressed. I was excited. When he came out, and he was, like, I see that helmet, I was like, Juggernaut! <laughs> I was stoked. Uh, he's a great villain. I don't think he's dead, by the way. Some people are like, oh, he's dead. I'm like, no, I don't think he's dead. I think he was electrocuted, and he was just like, I think he's fine. I don't think they would kill him, because he is a pretty villain. No, you're right. He he really wasn't dead, because I actually had to pay attention a little bit to like the end scene where Ryan Reynolds does his little Deadpool monologue, but I kind of looked at the corner of my eye on the right side, and I just see something crawling out of the pool. I'm like, oh, Juggernaut's not dead yet. He's sticking yeah. around, so... Yeah, I thought I saw him, too, but I didn't know if he was just floating there or if he was like, ugh, but... but nope, yeah, he was, he was not, I don't think he was dead. Um, awesome fight, though, too. That was great. It was hilarious. Uh, I, I loved the CGI fight. Um, I was nervous for... Oh, my gosh, why can't I remember his name? Titanium guy. Oh, uh, Car- Colossus? I, well, I think Colossus, it's thank you. Yeah, yes. Colossus, yeah. Yes. I was nervous for him for a second. Uh, but yeah, when the girls came too, Yukio was really cool with her like little like whip thing. Uh, it, it looked awesome, and it was a great way that Colossus did fight dirty. <laughs> uh, but but yeah, it was it was a really it was a cool fight at the end with them and the Juggernaut. How he went out was hilarious, but he's obviously not that. Yeah, no, I think that you're right. He's probably going to be utilized a lot more in future X-Men movies. I mean, who knows, maybe he shows up and makes a cameo in that new Mutants movie that comes out next year. Maybe he makes uh, more of an appearance during uh, Deadpool 3 or 4. I don't know. I'm hearing a lot of reports that they're going to just skip 3 and go right to 4. Somehow I could see Ryan Reynolds just like in the 30 seconds be like, hold on, hold on, why are we going straight to 3? I mean, chronologically, it makes sense. We're different than that. He just rips the three off and just changes it into a four, being like, yeah, we just did that. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> Deadpool, come, come on, man. I, I will say, probably one of the more uncomfortable moments was after he got torn in half, although the line of him saying, like, oh, God, I can't feel my legs. I can't feel my... Oh, wait, they're right here next, right next to me. Just use my arm as backpack straps. <laughs> oh my god! I, I, it kind of reminded me of a episode of a. Uh, it, was, it was a kid show called uh, Mucha Lucha, and I just remember this running joke that was going on where this one wrestler guy, the flea, he just kept making this random joke like the flea can't feel his legs. Oh, there they are, right next to the flea, and then like the end, he's just like the flea can't feel his brain. Oh, there it is, right next to the flea. I'm like. Damn it. So as soon as I heard him say, like, oh, my legs are right next to me, I'm like, God, this is, this reminds me of so much of my childhood in a weird way. And then, of course, we get the weird deal where he's half man and the lower half of his body is just toddler. I, oh my gosh, that was the most ridiculous. Oh my gosh, I loved it. That was so funny. I didn't see that, and there's so many jokes ever being cracked his way about how he had short legs. It was legs. way too much. Like, you had to, like, slip. Like, that's why I'm like, I need to see it again. I, I don't, I, I don't remember all those. It was just too fast. Well, I imagine Cable's mad at me because I teabagged him. Well, now it would be a sip of tea. That line there by Domino was just like, God damn it, never changed Domino. That was amazing. <laughs> and then just that scene where he's trying to walk towards uh, Cable and <laughs> the bartender guy is just like, it's just, it's just like, look at, it's like, look at him go. Look at the little guy go. It's like, God damn it. <laughs> he, he literally is one of those guys that just is doing everything over again, isn't he? Yep, okay, this this is a thing. This is a thing that we're doing. And just, oh gosh, so many great moments. So many funny things that happen in this movie. All in all, just, just wow. And we'll definitely have to talk about the end credit scenes that, uh, you mentioned, from what I've heard, uh, they said that those are 
especially like the deal where it seems like Vanessa's still alive. They said that it's all canon, to say the least, so more than likely, I think they're mentioning that it's only going to be like in comics or something like that. It's probably not going to be in the movies, which, you know, I, I guess I'm okay with. It's just one of those things where it's like, huh, this is kind of interesting. But then they, of course, had those funny moments where it's like, oh, here's Wolverine Origins, here's the original Deadpool, bang. It's like, oh, hey, no scratchy, no scratchy, it's okay. You're doing all right, you're just shooting the other Deadpool. It's like, wow, he he really does not... I liked that that he was saying, um, I'm going to straighten up the timeline a little bit. That was cool to me. I, I, I kind of wanted him to go further and, like, kill a lot of more, like, a lot more things. Like, oh, and that didn't happen. This didn't happen. Everybody, I'm fixing it. I'm fixing it. Like, I was literally like, go, 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 go. Kill more, more movies. Um didn't you tell me something, or somebody told me that uh, Hugh Jackman even discussed like doing another movie if it was with Ryan Reynolds and Deadpool? You, you know, I could see that happening. Um, I do. I do remember uh, that that video of Hugh Jackman trying to talk, and Deadpool's just in the background in the in the bed, just lying there, just singing out, and he's say, doing like the settle come out tomorrow, and then he does the. Oh, who let the dogs out? And Hugh Jackman's just humoring him until finally Deadpool is like, who let them out? That's all I want to know. Who let them out? <laughs> it's just one of those funny videos where I'm just like, oh, man, I, I want to see these guys work together at least one more time. Even if they don't do, like, a deal where, you know, they bring in Wolverine. If they even just had a deal where Hugh Jackman just, like, cameos and Deadpool just looks at me, he's like, have we met? You look very familiar to me. You look like some, some. You look like some kind of guy that was, <laughs> or even if they did like, um, ah, shit, what was it? The uh, the thing they did at the third night of the museum deal, where where Hugh Jackman just cameos as himself, and he, he just does like the Wol- the Wolverine deal where he's just like, come on, ah, and then Lancelot's like, what, 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 what is this? <laughs> the girl's like, it's just, it's just Wolverine. I mean, it looks a lot cooler with, you know, the claws and no shirt. And Hugh Jackman's like, oh, okay. If they did something like that, where, where Deadpool does the same thing, he just makes a reference where it's like, you know, this would look much more intimidating if you had no shirt and claws. I don't know why, but it just seems to fit. I do think they were, uh, they discussed it a little bit, though. Because a Deadpool Wolverine movie would be awesome. It would be hilarious. Um, just because, yeah, he... He loves Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, I think they're obviously casting a new Wolverine. So if they do that, I would rather it be with the new one. Because I'm almost for sure that the X-Men are literally going to be part of the Marvel Universe since Disney is buying them, which we're all so excited for. Um, Not till next summer, guys, so don't worry. We still have another year. <laughs> yeah, but... I'm, I'm super stoked. I don't know if this new movie is going to be a part of it, though. The Dark Phoenix, um, which I, is very depressing for me because I love that saga. And that character is amazing. So we'll see how fucked it is. <laughs> but, I mean, the first time they did it, awful. Uh, we'll see if they suck again. <laughs> I, I'm hoping for the best, but but yeah, I, I do think it would be great to kind of throw in throw it in the Disney world and just let them do it. <laughs> like we can skip this one. Stop! Don't watch this one. Wait till Disney gets its hands on it. Um, I also loved the little like information Deadpool will give you. Like, oh, here's the X-Men, a.k.a. the the uh, analogy for racism in the 60s. <laughs> I'm like, there you go. 60s and 70s, this is how we explain racism. <laughs> uh, it was so great. And when he kills them, like, just like, like, you're right, they hurt you. <laughs> like, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> or, or where he... um. Uh, where Cable just sh- shoots uh, one of the inmates, and Deadpool's just like, "You kill Black Tom, you racist bastard!" Yeah, that was so funny. He was a brother to me. 
Black, Black Todd, uh, whatever. He, like, kept saying how racist uh, Cable was. It was really funny. Can we turn off the music? Wow, is it because it's it's Indian music? Like, really? Can we be a little more progressive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my I mean, God. The taxi driver also like, just... What? Yeah, the the taxi driver also just made me just so freaking happy so many times where, like... Depender, he, what is his name? Depender? Uh, yeah, I think it's a Depender, I think was his name. Yeah, he's hilarious, but I also, like, the fact that they kept talking about the interview with the vampire was freaking hilarious. I was loving it. I was loving it. And then when Brad Pitt pops up in it, I was like, ah, he was in an interview with the vampire too, they didn't talk about it. But, uh... Yeah, just like he's like, I want more blood, like Chris, like uh, Kirsten Dunst in an interview in a vampire. I was like, this is so freaking random. Like, why are they talking about this movie? It's such an old, crazy movie, but I loved it when I was younger. I still can enjoy it till this day. It's not the shiny vampire movie. If you ever yeah. want to see a vampire movie, that's a little, it's still like a little weird, like, you're not for sure if these vampires are fucking each other or not. You're like, oh, <laughs> it's a little, ooh, like, I don't know. At this point, anything is possible in Hollywood. I just, let, let's just let the past die with Twilight oh. and, oh. yeah, let's, <laughs> wax on, wax oh. off, wax on, wax off. So, <laughs> Am I your back? Yeah, you're good. You're good. I had you covered. So, oh, you. <laughs> I, I I was just saying how the just let things die in the past. Let's just not remember Twilight as the shiny vampire loving, hunky yeah. werewolf apparently deal and a, the interview with a vampire is before Twilight and yeah, it was thank, more a little more deadly. Oh, thank so. God. So. <laughs> You might have to watch that now and review it just because Deadpool makes so many references to it. I feel like you should. I think I'll probably make that on my list. Like I said, I still got to at least give you know Terminator a chance because before I go full on board, I'm probably like a 90%, you know, that, uh, oh, that uh, Cable is a better Terminator than Terminator himself. I got to at least watch, you know, fully these movies. And for those of you that are going to be complaining about the fact I haven't fully seen these movies, I'm working on it. I just got the chance to see Ghostbusters and the original Men in Black. So sue me. And they were both really awesome. There <laughs> yeah, there you go. Glad you've seen them. And both were absolutely amazing. I was just like, oh, this is what I'm missing out on. Okay. this These are awesome. I can understand why people were raging about the new Ghostbusters and why they hated it. Because this original Ghostbusters is absolutely amazing. <laughs> it, <laughs> yeah, it was so good. And that's why the new one was like, oh, Something strange in the neighborhood. As soon as I kept hearing the theme music, I'm just like, I just want to get up and just start dancing like nobody's watching. <laughs> and there was like two parts where I was just like, yep, I'm going to do it. Just, I don't know why. It's Ghostbusters. The theme music's very catchy. And my friend Max just said, oh, you got to watch the, the animated series. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. They had an animated series, too. I... I totally blanked out about that. But, yeah, so, final thoughts on Deadpool 2. Uh, for me, it's absolutely amazing. Definitely worth watching. Uh, still stays at the same level, if not ups the ante a bit more than the first one. Uh, final rating for that, I'll give this one a 4 out of 5 stars. And honestly, you guys, it is one of those movies that's really hard for me to determine which one's better. I know that before the podcast, you and I kind of talked uh, which one was better, either Infinity War or Deadpool 2. If you want to give your you know, thoughts, you go ahead. But for me, it's like, I don't know. These two are just really good. I can't choose between the two of them. And I know I'm going to have to make a top 10 best movies of 2018 at in December. Right now, it's like, it's between these two right now. Well, I don't know which one's better. It's really hard to choose because freaking Infinity War was absolutely action-packed and emotional. It was everything they could have hoped for and more. Same thing could be said about Deadpool, but they also upped the ante on a lot of the humor. And either way, Josh Brolin's going to be within the top five. So, honest to God, it's, it's going to be tough to decide between them. But 
Still got a little bit of, well, actually, we're almost halfway through the year. It's really crazy to think that next month is already June. I know. That is crazy. But, um, so you said you, you did, like, Deadpool 2. You're saying you picked Deadpool 2? No, I said I freaking loved Deadpool 2. Of course I like Deadpool 2. <laughs> well, no, I, well, you were talking about, I thought you were, like, kind of trying to decide which one you thought was better. Uh, no, I'm still, I still got six months, at least, to decide that. Then I'll let everybody know on my top ten best of for this year. Which no, one? But I'll tell you. For, how about this? I'll let you be the first one to know, and then I'll do the podcast. How about that? That way you feel special. Good. Okay. Good. No All right. So your um, final thoughts on Deadpool two? Yeah, I loved it, and um, you know, it was it was entertaining. You're right; it did make me a little sad at times. Um, yeah, I I was just happy. One thing I do want to just throw out there which I think that movies in general struggle with now is keeping some things under wraps. And I had no idea that the juggernaut was going to be in this and that he was going to kind of be one of those main villains. And I think that they did this amazing. Like he was not in any previews. He wasn't even like mentioned. He wasn't shown like monster in the cage or something like it was great. Uh, I think that if more superhero movies could do that and, like, hide things from us, because we're going to go. Like, fans are going to go. Like, fans of Deadpool 2 are going to go regardless of if Juggernaut was in it or not. So hiding things is kind of the way to go. Like, don't show us Thanos. Don't show us Venom yet. You know what I mean? Like, give us some things to be surprised with because you sell tickets by just having that title of this superhero and what he's going to do and another story about him. You're going to sell tickets. You don't need to spoil everything for us. So the fact that this was under wraps and it wasn't spoiled, no fans spoiled it, no nothing. Like I think it was great. I want more, I want more movies like this that hide some of the characters so that I can be surprised and excited during the film and being like, this was awesome. I'm so stoked that one of my favorite characters is in this and I have no idea and I'm glad. Um, not that Juggernaut is one of my favorites. He's not. He's an asshole. But um, <laughs> he, he's, he's a very memorable character in the X-Men series. You always like him. You always are like, oh, there's his brother again. No. Um, so I, I just enjoyed the secrecy and the level of fan devotion that Ryan Reynolds brings to this series is amazing, and I just I want to see it continue on. I'm I'm really stoked that Cable didn't leave. I think that he's going to be a, a great character to work with Deadpool whenever a good balance. Him, Cable, Domino, and Deadpool right now are a great combo. Uh, if he gets more of the X Men in there, it's going to be sick. It's going to be amazing. If he gets a Wolverine in there, it's going to be even more amazing. So, so yeah, I think they're on the right path. I think they're doing good. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. I think it's going to be interesting to see what they come up with for the next Deadpool movie. But by then, it'll be owned by Disney. Hopefully, they'll let Ryan Reynolds still have a little more creativity to it. Because I know there's still a lot of people that are just like, oh, they're going to make it really... They're going to fluff it up. They're going to make it so soft that a lot of people are just going to be like, oh, great. So, we're basically in a pillow of disappointment, basically. So, but, <laughs> actually, it's kind of funny you mentioned uh, the whole Venom thing. I was all for the idea of them not bringing up uh, the Venom, how he looks like and how it was, what their, you know, promise was until the movie actually came out. I would have loved it if they would have saved it for then. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, but, but then my friend Max says, uh, there's probably more than likely a chance that Venom is probably going to eat somebody. And I'm just like, you know what, as long as they don't show that in the trailer, I'm okay with this, because I kind of want to see that. I want to see a little bit more of a demonic version of Venom than what we've gotten so far. And so far, we've either gotten the animated series ones, where, you know, he's still a badass, but could do more. And then we also got the Topher Grace version. God help me, why did I do that? I'm going into a dark place. Just stop, 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 stop. <laughs> Tom Hardy, he's the new Venom. That Venom's awesome. Thank you, God. 
there is a just we, world war tomorrow. Hope. I'm nervous about that movie. I am nervous about it. I, th- I think a lot of people are that's nervous. That's for another podcast another time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But with that, it's time for, again, the cheap plugs. So, Victory Bell, do you have anything crazy that's going on over the next month or so? Or do you have anything that you'd like to tell your fans about? Because I'm sure a lot of people would like to know if you have anything going on, especially after your vacation. Yeah, um, the next thing I'm doing is with Chicago Costume. It's their first ever figure modeling, and it's Deadpool and Domino. So I'm going to be Domino, the lucky girl that she is. And uh, we're going to be figure modeling um, May 31st at Chicago Costume off of... uh, It's right near the DePaul campus, so I believe it's Fullerton, um... Anyone who goes to DePaul or any artist that wants to join, come on in. I believe it's approximately ten to fifteen dollars, but it's free booze. So we have a, a supplier of beer that's going to be there and gave us a bunch of kegs. So it's free booze. So you're basically paying to get a nice night out, a nice ticket, a drawing class. That you you know, figure modeling is pretty expensive usually. But you also get free booze all the time. So if you have three beers right there, that pays for your ticket. You're good. It's a drink and draw. You want to be a little. I think you had them all when you basically said free booze. At this point, free... <laughs> yeah, like, like I said, I think I, I think you had them when you said free booze. <laughs> Yeah, well, there you go. That's what it is. It's Drink and Draw, Deadpool 2, Drink and Draw. So Deadpool 2, you know, podcast here. Got to promote it. So that's my next thing next Thursday. Well, you also mentioned we. Who is this we that you speak of, unless you're saying the royal we? Oh, Rob. Rob is going to be Deadpool. Rob Fury oh, is going to be Deadpool. okay. Uh, I'm going to be Domino. And, yeah, we'll be doing some goofy things together. Uh, we're going to have <laughs> repertoire. It's going to be funny. So come, I- come out. I am very interested to see what you're going to look like with a afro. That's going to be one thing that I'm going to be looking forward to when it comes to this. No, I'm not doing an afro. Um, what? We're doing, well, uh, we're doing Domino from the comic book. So oh, she's, okay. Uh, in the comic book, she's, you know, she has like a really pale skin tone. Um, so uh, it was interesting that they chose to make her a different race here. I liked it. I thought it, it really vibed. Um it was a good character to choose, too, because Domino, as a far as, you know, you don't really know her race. She just looks really pale. So, yeah, they made her a different race in this movie, and I don't think I've heard one complaint because she's been a badass and amazing, and the character was true to the character, so who cares about the race, right? <laughs> yeah, at this point, yeah. It was one of those things that when you said that, I'm thinking to myself, no, she's, she's got to be lying. And then I see a picture of Domino. It's like, oh... Okay, then. So Yeah, that's kind of, she's kind of a bluish tone almost, or really, sometimes she has like a bluish gray skin, and sometimes she has really, really pale skin. Uh, depends on the artist's rendition of it, but in this, it's funny, in, in our uh, drink and draw, Deadpool will be black and Domino will be white, so <laughs> you never know, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> oh my gosh that is going to be absolutely amazing so go check that out you guys um, later on I'm going to be actually be doing a recording for another podcast uh, the Kings of the Rings podcast are going to be celebrating their 100th episode later on so you can actually expect me to be a guest star on that so that's going to be a lot of fun and of course this is all going to be building up to next month in which you'll be seeing myself Rob Fury and the one and only Victory Bell at Money in the Bank weekend. Now, of course, it'll be me and Rob for both days. Victory Bell, unfortunately, so far cannot make it for the NXT TakeOver Chicago 2, but she will be there for Money in the Bank. So if you are loyal fans of hers, come out and see what she's going to be dressed up as. We're going to keep that a little bit on the hush-hush because I think a lot of people are going to be very excited to see what she has in store. So for that, this has been the Game Changer for Victory Bell. I've been Nate the Effing Great. Thank you so much for listening in to us. I know that you guys enjoyed Deadpool 2. Be sure to check it out. And we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Bye-bye. Bye.
Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.